So when you say both, right? So there's a common thread when it comes to abuse and those personality types that people take on, whether it be anxious. Remind me again. Avoidance. Avoidance. See how I did that? I avoided that. (laughs) (laughs) And avoidance can show up in many ways, right? Avoidance to look at the truth, look at the real situation playing its hand. Denial is another word for that, right? Shopping, eating, doing all those things. So being said, we are getting vulnerable here today, and I'm so honored, and thank you. You're really brave, and um, I know it's probably a little difficult for you to enter back into such um, a past, right, when you've done so much work and be where you are today. But which one of those would you say um, you attach yourself to and your trauma as a young girl in? Um, I would say I'm learning to come away from anxious attachment going into secure. Right about that time. So right around 27 years old, that's where you were at. Like learning to engage into that, into that realm. Because I think as a young girl, you did the avoidance dance, right? You're in the books, you're staying away. Oh, you're goodness. Aunt. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But no, like at 27, I was still anxious. And it wasn't until my 30s was when I started to land. Correct. Correct. Right. And I love that you're not attaching shame or blame. No. In that. It's just what the journey was. Of course. There's something very forgiving and at ease when we can do that, don't you think? Yes. Such a gift. You must a gift. do that. You Absolutely. Must. In order to grow, in order to recognize this is who I was, and she can still follow, and we can work together. What does that mean? It means collaborating, right? The past hurt, the past triggers, the past trauma, and working with that, if it does present itself presently, whether it's through friendships, um, workspaces, or relationships. Right. I love that. And I love that you kind of almost borderingly referenced her as a different view. And I want to speak into that because I think it's really important. In my work and in my practice, I do recognize that narrative playing its hand a lot. Like who I was then is not who I am now. Right. And like the becoming of that other individual because before that you were perfect bright and shiny and just doing your joyous life and living living right experiencing taking it all in and and then all of a sudden somebody noticed that you had you know this gift of a stutter right because it is a gift i think it's so charming (laughs) i really do and it's an identity point and keep in mind i still have that yeah yeah (laughs) so it only comes out when i'm nervous (laughs) Right? Or you're talking fast. Correct. I've noticed that too. So right. it's still a part of me. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Which, thank you. That part. <laughs> yeah. Right? That part. The part of you that allows it to be well with you. Yes. Right? As opposed to all the masks that we put on, all that trauma response, you know, that trigger response, that harmful place response, place, that mask that we all of a sudden have to put on, you know. And coming back into that place that lands us with accepting. And I love how you incorporated that. So having said that, it obviously has been a journey and still continues to be. Welcome to life. Love it. What about your relationships? 
partnerships, as you call them. I love that you keep non-binary at the forefront because you don't want to be in that box, but at the same time, give it meaning by partnership, meaning we are equally coming together. What has your journey with that been on the good and the bad? Mm. Well, we can start with the bad. <laughs> Let's yeah. get in it. <laughs> Let's get it done. Let's do it. Let's chat. Yeah. So um, the bad would be, of course, um, the toxic realm, right? What does that look like? Give me some indicators. Yes, yes. Indicate. What are the signs you missed? <clears throat> oh, goodness. Or denied or hidden. It <gasps> <gasps> just happened. Okay, go. Red flags, right? Red flags. Um, the constant um, words of, I promise you I'm not going to do this again. The next day, the abuse comes back. What does abuse look like? Let's go there. Oh, What's the bully? Because you're being the, bullied yeah. as an adult, too. <laughs> yes. Just calling it. We're not calling them out. We're not going to name no, them. of course. Of We're going to just... Of course. So I would say um, the abuse would be around um, if we bickered, right? Um, my partner would 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 um, tell him tell me that um, that he was sorry and that he was never ever going to do it again. Um, so what I'm hearing you say, if we had two different opinions on something, he would come in and attack you. Correct. Okay, so he would verbally assassinate you or he would just like shut you down? Verbal and mental. So we had both. And I was cornered, you know, and and, and I had to say yes, because I know you're going to change, even though deep, deep down in my soul level, I knew he wasn't. Right. So I had to accept that until there was a way out. So you stayed in abuse until you felt safe enough and strong enough to leave? Correct. For how long? My estimation would be probably like three years of that. Three years of abuse. What was the first red flag that you, if you were who you are in this moment today, and there's no yes. shame in knowing that about yourself, there's no shame in yes, of course. saying, hey, listen, as a grown woman, I have struggled here too. Mm. And yes, I do this work. And yes, I help people walk out because it's, it's something that gives the compassion to the situation. If you ask me, like you're able to bring that to your clients. Like I see where you're at. I understand. And I could very well help you out because I know how now. Right. Yes. And not just from a book, not that there's anything wrong with books. Of course. All the book lovers. I'm a book lover too. Um, but from a real foundation. Mm. So I would just want to lay that foundation for you so that you know it's safe to speak unto it. Yes. What was you. the red flag that you missed? That if you were to go back, <clears throat> you would see it today. I would say the first main one was um, they were a newly recovering addict. So because they were new, that was a red flag. What did they do? They lied. Lying was a, a, a Mm -hmm. presence correct storytelling um well even though they were newly sober and they said that um they weren't going to um go back into using and the line came from oh well i'm gonna sneak using behind her back and then yeah, would, you're not you're not you were not no. nowhere near around addiction <laughs> back then you know we know correct. that you're a, you know an addiction <laughs> specialist now but like yes, you were not then no so of course i thinking back then like i didn't know but thinking now being present with that it's like no that made itself known and what was the first strike that was like 
more of a physical. What do you mean by more of a physical, please? He said he trapped you in a corner. That's physical. Not literally, but but mentally. Correct. Ah, Emotionally and mental. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So he would just loop you round and round and round you go. Very much so. You know, and he had his way with me. Meaning? Meaning um, that he knew that that I was always going to forgive him. Because you have a kind heart and you're a healer. Correct. And meaning that when I said goodbye, he knew that I didn't mean goodbye. He knew that I was going to come back. Right. So would you call that self-betrayal? And Yeah. Right. Because I kept on hurting myself every time. And, and that wound got greater and greater and greater. And deeper and deeper. Very much so. Right. Would you say that you lost a part of yourself in that relationship? Very much so. And like being, how can I not? Right. Yeah. Right. So you did all that work and then found yourself there again. Yes. So, yes, it was very um, triggering and traumatizing. Traumatic, I'm sure, my yes. love. Yes. I'm sure. So coming to the being I am now, it's like, whoa, what a huge lesson that I went through for those couple of years. Right. And yes, like even though it was traumatic, it was also a gift. I love that. So I must see it as that. And I've learned so many great things from this beautiful human being, (laughs) surprisingly, right? What does that mean from this beautiful human being? Are we talking about the abuser? Correct. Okay. So you're you're identifying him as he also has a soul and he has an essence to him that's very alluring and attractive and... There was a part of him that is what roped you in, probably. Correct. Even though I was hurt by him, like, I know he's a beautiful person under, deep, deep down under. So that's why I call him a beautiful being. Tell me about the beauty of him. The beauty of him would just be um, just that he was a kind soul. Right? Okay. But not all times, keep in mind. You know, you know I'm like, ah, no, I know. danger, danger. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we all get to be right where we are. Of course. Absolutely. Right. And, and, um, and it took me a, a lot of um, um, work on, on myself to find forgiveness for this individual. Mm, I love that. And maybe that's how I'm able to 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 label him as that. To not label him as the abuser, the person who hurt me, the person who hurt me, her who hurt me at a soul level, right? Right. Because when we wipe all of that off him, truly, he's a beautiful being. Sure. Because now we're getting back into the soul. Correct. Absolutely. And we all have a journey. And I we love do. that you totally and completely comprehend that. Yeah. I agree. I yes. do agree with that. You know, the spiritual mama in me wants to protect you. <laughs> I know, and I receive that greatly. You know, and, <laughs> and, and, and sure, like, yes, this individual has left a bad taste in, in my soul. But mm-hmm. I must accept that this is where we are. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. And I just send him love and healing from afar. So the lessons are all the tools that you get to take with you, all the awarenesses, all the signals, stop signs, Mm -hmm. warnings, you know, different avenues, the looping of verbal confrontationals, you know, verbal abuses, verbal abuses, not always a derogative. It literally is like 
gaslighting. It's yes. all these other factors. And you're transforming them and transmuting them into who you are today and applying them to your practice. So let's talk about your spiritual practice, yes. if that's well with you. What is your spiritual practice in three minutes? Ah! <laughs> I would say my spiritual practice um, is that I'm an intuitive. I channel, which is where most of my poetry comes from, right? And I'm also a therapist um, at a holistic treatment center. You know, and, um, and I channel a lot with my clients, you know, and they mean so much to me and they are beyond their diagnoses. Absolutely. And I make sure to remind them of that. See, that's the thing. That's exactly what you've done with him, mm. right? You've transmuted that, yes. the darkness back into the light. Yes. In a dark world that wants to shame and blame and mm. listen, I'm not making excuses for any abuse. You know, well, I don't play with that. Yes. Don't play, don't play, don't play right but being able to stand in that position of coming from abuse even though you didn't really speak a lot about the situations mm. i think that that's just something you've healed and you don't need to dredge up knowing that about you i honor that and respect that and kept kept wanting to push but i, I honored you girl <laughs> i held back um to entering into a metaphysical shop at such a wonderfully young age and yes. being there 10, 11 years, being there 10, 11 years and acknowledging, right? All the tools that you get to inform yourself with and utilize that are natural. They're, they're from mother earth and mm. father sky. You yes. know, however y'all want to get down, it's fine. I'm just identifying for me. <laughs> um, and incorporating that into your healing to, transmuting that negative energy into your practice to help clients to overcome who they forgot they were because we've got that stigma attached, right? Like you're bad, you're wrong, you're this, you're that, and really channeling that into them. So when I ask you about your spiritual practice, do you meditate? Yes, I have to. <laughs> So do you have a practice that's named or have you created your own? I create my own, you know, every morning before I, I leave my house, I, I have my own rituals. I have my own affirmations. I have my own mantras that allows me to ground my whole being, my whole body mm -hmm. or else it's me against the world. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I listen. I, you know, I have my own shop. I have a full practice. But, you know, I teach meditation and do Reiki at that same facility. And I've watched you, you know, just go in, go away. Let me go connect with Earth. Or I'll, actually, I, I take you, let's go to the Earth yes. <laughs> to play fair, right? Or but you go into your office and you just reconnect. I've watched you do it. So that's mm -hmm. why I just want you to speak on that a little bit. So when you're in that place and you've just dealt with a lot of heavy, because mm. let's not kid ourselves. Yes. We do take a holistic approach to addiction and mental health there and, um, you know, non-binary wellness, if I may, and proud to be a part of such an organization that is consistently treading that, that new road. Um, when you are transmuting that energy, do you have 
a particular way of doing that when you're just kind of dispelling, praying, releasing? What does that look like? It's, again, just being with me, whether it's being with me or my books, whether it's just being with me on coffee, right? Or even at work where I have um, that pause in between clients. Which is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Um, I would say I would just, uh, gather some of my favorite essential oils and be with that because our senses are so powerful and it can take us places if we allow it to. Right. So I'm grateful for the simple things. You are. <laughs> you really, really are. Yeah. You really, really yeah. are. You're, yeah. You're a great gift. Thank you. And a, a real soldier for the light. Thank you. The way you are allowing others to be who they are is genuinely a gift. So in your daily practice, affirmations, learning to be in the now, being present, releasing any negative energies or muck that may be in the room with essential oils, incense, or just brightening one's own auric field up is such a, a beautiful tool and information. So I thank you for giving us that. Thank you for receiving that. <laughs> so as we do here at Spiritually Speaking, let's chat. I am going to ask you to pick a number between 1 and 16. And um, what is your number? Number three, please. Oh, that's so funny. I opened right up to it. <laughs> <laughs> what characteristics do you most admire about yourself? Boy, um, boys. No! <laughs> I would say the art of transparency. The art of transparency. What does that mean to you? It means that during, not during, but of course, with the bullying and the speech impediment, that allowed me to become as transparent as I can to whoever comes on my path. Right. Yeah. Um, and why I say the art is I'm an artist too. Mm -hmm. And for the art of transparency to take place, we must know how to create that. Right. And that begins. <laughs> within. Of course. It begins within us. Very right. much so. Soul level. Soul as we've been level. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. On a soul level. Yeah. It really does. It begins with that place inside of us that allows us to, what I like to say, dispel all of the toxic patterns that society at large has harmed us in, right? Yes. And and they can be bullies too. Oh, yes. I mean, we've <laughs> just come out of a really, not quite out of it yet, but, you know, some mm. interesting um, energy fields shifts and yeah. I you know I, I can't even tell you so my practice you know is drumming often as you know mm. I have many drums and being out under the moon and drumming in peace and love and yes. you know really being a beacon of conversation about you know seeing both sides not, not one or the other has to be the aggressor but rather when we're allowed to receive just what somebody is saying and be mm. present with that without attack Yes. Your voice will be heard. Tack is not needed. Your voice will be heard. And when we can come back into the trusting of that, in there, we can find our greater purpose. So how do you think that your greater purpose informed you? Did it keep coming for you? Did you cultivate it? 
And then if you don't mind, after that, would you mind reading us one of your poems? <laughs> Not at all. Cool. The one I like? <laughs> I do remember that one, but yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I would say um, cultivation, yes, because I am my own garden at the end of the day. Mm. I am my own garden at the end of the day. Title of this segment, I think. <laughs> Renaming it. Right? Because, of course, I started as a seed and of course after every transition whether it's a friendship or a relationship there's an expiration date and then there's a beginning so I would begin as a seed and work my way from that work my way up because my goal is to be as grand as the sequoias yes honey that's my goal yes and and provide oxygen for the masses oh yes and stabilization yes right yes because isn't it true like the sequoias one of the glorious um truths about them is their roots Mm. although they go deep they're not all that deep Mm. but what they do do is interlock into each other so that when the storm comes Mm. they're able to stand unison yes same purpose same reason but individual very much so and for you i believe i speak unto this correctly i know for me the unison, I'm pretty confident I'm speaking for Caroline too, <laughs> is uh, stand in unison of the light. Mm. And they yeah. are always in the light. Yes, honey. Always. <clears throat> and they are always greatly admired too. You know? Right? Yes. It. They change people. They do. They change the human anatomy mm. in the essence. I'm sorry, not the anatomy. The, they change the human mindset. Mm. By grounding their anatomy. Yes. Right? Getting their eyes out of the electronics, Mm. putting their feet in the earth or their arms around it, breathing in the clean air, and allowing kindness to be their guide. Yes. And that's what we're doing here at Spiritually Speaking. Let's Let's chat. chat. Now, if you would bring us home with your poem, please. And thank you for being here, Mumtaj. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing, you know, your experience, strength, and hope in the spiritual realm and um, being that of your own garden. I love that. I love that. And thank you for um, receiving me in all there is. Thank you. As she's gathering this... Uh, poem in her phone. I just want to say to everyone, thank you for joining us. This is our first one. We're going to trudge ahead and we're looking forward to having many conversations on many levels. Um, I will be asking Mumtaj one question she wants to ask me if she so chooses. She doesn't have to. We um, welcome you all and we're grateful and goodness sakes, what a gift. What a gift, huh? Yes. Yes. So um, thank you for your uh, patience while I find the poem. And is it just one that you want me to read? Yes. Just re- okay. And again, I'm trying to remember the favorite. So I'm just going <laughs> to. Why don't you pick your, pick your favorite? That's fine. Okay. Um, so here's a recent one. Mm-hmm. I, I won't. I wrote. <laughs> you woke. You woke. She woke when she wrote. <laughs> so this one is called Spherical Drop Drips. Spherical Drips. I reached out to everyone but you. An audience of comfort is all I need. To miss you is non-existent. This disconnect of heartache is made for messes to clean. 
to sing in sorrows I collapse into folded hands that hold pain painted in gray matter, a collection of depression as the crows make known my presence of nothing. I hold a gaze with the rain as it reminds me of my own madness, magic. I understand myself much more with you. And so it is, so it is, so it is. Blessed be. So what did that poem mean to you? It meant like, what? Hmm. It meant that I had to offer myself to the rain because the rain has the power to cleanse and clear and to ground. And I wrote this in my car when it was raining. In the midst of tears, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Because yes. you are a tortured artist with a brilliant oh, light smile goodness. soul. <laughs> yes. It is true. It is true. So what's your hope for the future, baby? Where can people find you? I would like to say something, though, because we didn't touch into that. And I want to really lovingly support this. Your therapy work is really, it has the clinical. You have your master's. Like, there's no confusion about that. And you do apply those tools. But you also bring in spirit and tarot, which I find to be fascinating. And I, I find that the clients are really loving that. It's exciting to watch them engage life in a universal act as yes. opposed to the tunnel of darkness that they've unfortunately um, had been in. Yes. And watch them come out of your room with this lit up face and a lighter walk, a lighter talk, you know, joyful. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of a, a beautiful client. I can't say who it is because that's just not principally correct yes. and that would violate your, your, your stuff. But um, I will say that this person had been to prison. I will say that this person had lived a life on the streets and mm. this, this person came into town and he was, you know, a lot of people were really intimidated by him yes. and, you know, and it's so funny. I just remember you and I just loving him and saying, let's, let's, let's talk, let's embrace, let's have this conversation and having that human like literally on the ground with me outside mm. talking about where he's at, what he's feeling, what he's processing. You know, I, I wasn't in your room. I know you can't share on that because that's against your, your HIPAA. But I will say that like, you know, watching him deliberate and come to me and say, mom, Tosh showed me this and this and this and this. And it was so beautiful. And having that person like really come back to life and recognize that the voice matters the presence matters and that they too get to be a part of the matter. Like I matter. Yes. And to be in that journey with you is it's our constant gift. It's so funny. Cause you know, we came together 10, 11 years ago in that metaphysical shop, mm. you know, and we had such a little journey there, took a little sabbatical. We came back. You helped me put my shop together, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I remember. and then we just started doing lunches because I was no longer there anymore. And we started doing lunches and we have these great conversations. And then, you know, blessed to say that we're in the same facility again mm. by design, but yes. still. Um, and to watch us continue to grow support and allow love to be our guide is it's my yummy place. Yes. Oh, or should I say it's my mummy? <laughs> Mum Dodge. <laughs> okay. So we are going to wrap it up. So if you have a question for me, or if not, that's fine. I I feel complete at the moment. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. We are complete. Thank you again for coming and hearing us at Spiritually Speaking. Let's, Let's chat. chat.